Welcome to the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rob Beckett and Dr. Desmond Barrett, the founders of the Rural Revitalization Network. The network is committed to encouraging pastors, churches, and communities throughout rural America to engage, equip, and empower through local resources to build God's church. Welcome to episode 15 of the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your host, Pastor Rob Beckett and myself, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, we want to talk about decluttering the clutter. Wow. Yeah, I can tell you all about that. I remember remember the first time walking into my church, and churches have a tendency to, if they're not careful, to become the storage units you see where people pay to store churches become storage units and sometimes it becomes storage units of private stuff and not even church stuff it's just stuff from somebody else so let's look at uh, five things about decluttering the clutter the first one is guests are coming you need to be prepared yeah it's a I remember again when I first went in, and and I I remember it as if it's I was a guest uh, coming in there, and uh, if you have a place, especially with front door, that you don't want somebody to open that door, or you don't want somebody to look behind that screen, or or whatever it may be, then that is a good clue. Uh, just like here's your sign, uh, here's a clue that you need to be decluttering. And so, my friends, let's think about this. Is there a place in your building right now that you know is cluttered that needs to be decluttered? Are there places in your building that need to be decluttered? Inside a fellowship hall that I had at a particular church, there was door number one, door number two, door number three. If you go upstairs, there was door number four and door number five that had one precious lady's stuff that she had collected over the years. She was the church decorator. So we had a room of flowers. We had a room of plates and napkins and forks and other things. She never threw anything out. It was almost like you had a Christmas room. You had an Easter room. Oh, my. How many Christmas trees do you have? Let us count the ways. And I realized soon that this was a collection more than things that were needed for the church. And so we began to eliminate room number one and room number two. I gave her room number three, eliminated room number four, but gave her room number five. So she went from five rooms down to two rooms, and it still was not enough. We waited until me and another church member waited until she went out sick to go visit a uh, a relative who and uh, was supposed to be six weeks turned into six months, and boy, we went a cleaning. But when she came back, as we were preparing for guests and preparing for the rooms to be used, boy, did she tear us up. But at the end of the day, we understood this was not our space. This was the community space, and we were preparing for the guests that were to come. And so let me encourage you, this may be the hill that you fight on. But pastor, don't be that pack rat in your office and think that you're going to clean out somebody else's space. 
you also have to be thinking about guests coming to your office, coming to your space. And if you have things that are all cluttered all over the place, then you may be unprepared for the guests to come. Whether we want it or not, it is a reflection upon us. Absolutely, yeah. 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 The second thing is of decluttering the clutter is the stuff in storage rooms means something to someone. Yeah, it's... And and you would be surprised of some of the things that mean something to somebody. Uh, and it could be something that kids made in a Sunday school class 10 years ago uh, that is still being stored in a box... Um, and I'm not saying that those things aren't important, but if it was in, that important, it should have went home with you when it was presented to you instead of stored uh, in a box in a room somewhere. Um, but there is things that, and I'm, I'm getting so even in my church, that I believe that if you haven't touched it in uh, two years, then it needs to go. Uh, I'm a firm believer in that. Um you know, in my house, I like for it if it's if we haven't touched it in a year, it's going to go. But sometimes in the church, you do have to realize uh, that seasons come, seasons go, and you have a lot more people to consider. Uh, so you give a little bit of leeway. But after 24 months, if it's not been used or it went through a season that it's purpose for, for example, Christmas, and it hasn't been used in two Christmases, it may be time to donate that to a, another deserving place. That takes us to our third point, where you have to ask, who is this stuff for? What's the why behind the what of having this individual stuff? Yeah, many times, um, and and who's that stuff for? It, it's um, we have to consider where it came from, and and where it's going, or what it was intended for. And and again, if maybe that person that uh, it was a save for or for a reason, is gone. And maybe that that very thing is not there anymore. It's like, for instance, we have we had uh, in, our, in our church, in our basement, in our back little room, we had 150 of the old time folding chairs. Uh, not the all metal ones like there is now, but these were the ones, if you remember, uh, uh, Dr. Desmond, the, the wooden curved bottom mm-hmm. chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had like 150 of those, and a, at least 100 of them were broken, splintered, mm. all mm. these things. But there was some pushback when we was putting them in a yard sale to for somebody else to be able to use them uh, because they hadn't been used in probably 30 years. And there was some pushback because, oh, that came from the shelter, uh, homeless shelter downtown, and, and so-and-so worked there, and that, that's part of that. Well, that's good. We we did keep the some of the, a few of the better one best ones uh, for uh, to be able to use in case of emergency. But we didn't keep them all. We got rid of most of them. And uh, so, so there's there's things that we have to reevaluate. What is the purpose? And so that's the key is that you have to reevaluate what is this stuff for? Why are we keeping it? And what is the purpose? And I know these are difficult conversations that you have to have. If you have my type of personality, I'm like, throw it out, throw it out, throw it out, throw it out. But I realize there are different personalities within the church, and there are some people that need to keep things. And there is a sentimentality to it. It could be they come from a generation that lacked resources, so they keep everything for a possible rainy day. You, You need to tread lightly. 
Uh, I know it, it, it may sound like we're being cavalier at the very beginning, but we also understand that it is a spiritual and a human connection. Spiritual because they have tied it into their relationship with Christ and the local church. We can disagree or or agree, but that's their their personality. But it's also a a connection that they have to the stuff that they are over it. This is my room, my stuff in my church. And ultimately, it takes us to that fourth point: is are you you need to organize for the Savior and not for self? Mm. Yeah, because again, it goes back to our first point about the guests coming in that we have to take them in consideration. Um, that we have to, first impressions do mean a lot, and we cannot look past that very fact. And so when people walk into our church, uh, we need to have that good impression, a place where uh, they feel welcome, that they feel comfortable, they feel that's clean, that they, that they want to stay around. Uh, I know sometime uh, before I had talked about if you, if you go to one of your teenage uh, kids' uh, apartments and, and never fails their first apartment. It's always a mess and, and uh, dirty dishes, and, and they offer you something to drink, but they have to wash a glass first before they can give it to you. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to pass. Well, it's the same thing with the church. Uh, we have to have it presentable for when guests come in, and we have to get the stuff that uh, maybe at a time it served a purpose, but maybe that purpose is past, and we need to be uh, ready to um, move it along somewhere else. Maybe a good idea is uh, if it really means something to somebody still, maybe offer it to say, hey, would you like to take this home? And and that's a a good way of, you, re, you move it out of your place, but yet they can still have the attachment to it. And that can help nurture that and offer it. Hey, you're welcome to it if you'd like it. And, and it would be an honor for us for it to go to a good home. Let me encourage you to go back to episode four. We talked about do facilities matter? And one of the things that we looked at is a facilities review. And what we were doing is we were preparing for guest worshipers. We were encouraging you to look at the curb appeal in the parking lot and your greeters and your signage and your cleanliness. And we're, we're building upon this in episode 15, that we want you to be organizing for the guests that are going to come. For, for the people that are already in your church, they're used to that cluttered room. They're used to that storage area that has now taken over the hallway in, in an old classroom. But for your guest, it catches them off guard. They are not expecting that. And ultimately, if Jesus was coming, and we believe that Jesus is already at our churches, but if Jesus himself was going to walk into your door on Sunday morning, wouldn't you want to clean up the place? Wouldn't you want it to be at the very best? So why aren't we doing that for our guest? Why aren't we preparing for guests by making sure that the place is organized, not for ourselves, not for our own wants, our own desires, but for the desires? desires of our Savior and the desires for others. The fifth of the decluttering the clutter that we want to talk to you today about is develop a central storage location and not have it spread throughout your facility. Yeah, that makes it a lot easier for really for everybody that if the person that, you know, is in charge of the storage room or 
or anything like that. If someone else goes to it, they have a central place that they can go to. They don't have to be looking under the stairs here and under behind the doors here and, and, and in the room upstairs. Uh, they have one place that they can, they can probably find it there. And, and it just, uh, it's just a, uh, easy way to be able to, uh, consolidate and to put things in priority where they're at. And so that I would encourage that to have a, a central place that is your storage designated and, you know, and if, put what you need in there. But again, every so often you need to go in there. If there's a can of paint that's been there for 10 years, you know, it needs to go out and you need to always uh, reevaluate what's in that place. Every church, if you have, if you have any room, it will be filled up with something. Every church has a storage issue. Every church, or at least some of the members, will say, we don't have enough storage. Well, storage is not the issue. The issue is, is that we've cluttered it, and we need to declutter it. Let me encourage you to find a central location where you can put all of the important items in your church. So we don't have a flower room. We don't have a Christmas room. We don't have a Sunday school curriculum room. We have it all in one place. It will force you to evaluate what is important for our church. It will force you to become organized. It will force you to look at your space from a guest standpoint instead of your own comfort level. Yeah, and the bigger, because the bigger your storage and the more storage you have, you tend to... Um, throw things in and if you have a central spot that you have dedicated uh, or one room or one place what that does is forces you to be more organized and do it more orderly so it's something that will help you in the long run one thing i will say is that excellence uh, is not just performance excellence is also attitude and appearance And don't we want to be excellent at everything we do for our Lord and living Savior? At the end of the day, you are a reflection. Your church is a reflection of the hands and feet of Christ. If a guest comes in and finds a filthy bathroom or it's stored with all of this uh, music equipment, even though it's supposed to be a restroom, or they take their child into the nursery, but yet it is also another space for storage— I guarantee you that's not excellence for God. That doesn't glorify God. It also reflects on you as the local leader and the church that you're unprepared for the guests to come. Let me encourage you that as you go around your facility, you can request from us a facility review. Let me encourage you to go back to episode four as we talk more about that. But we want to uh, encourage you to look around your facility, begin decluttering the clutter as you First, you look at guests are coming, be prepared. Two, the staff, the stuff in the storage rooms means something to someone. Three, who is the stuff for? What's the why behind the what connected to that stuff? Four, organize for the Savior, not self. And five, develop a central storage location and not have it spread throughout the facility. It's good. It, uh, it That is something that you walk into a, a nice place and uh, it's clean and and uh, and you just you have freedom in it. You have freedom to relax, freedom that is uh, welcoming and uh, God will just uh, honor that and honor the church for it 
and uh, it's good stewardship. And so let's have freedom in our good stewardship. As always, our friends, we want to thank you for joining us today on the Rural Revitalization Network podcast. If you are a pastor or a staff person and are in need of coaching and support, let me encourage you to join the network by going over to our Facebook page at Rural Revitalization Network or go to our website at rural-revitalization.network. Until next week, friends, from Pastor Rob and myself, remember you are doing better than you realize. Have a great week. God bless you.